My dad stole money off of my debit card and has been using my name to try and get food stamps for himself. And now I'm being gaslit by my family to not say anything. So the title says it all. My dad stole money off my debit card and I found out that he's been receiving food stamps in my name. I also wanted to find out if he had been getting anything else in my name. And because some people online suggested it, I wanted to make sure he didn't try to get money for me on his taxes. I was talking to my mom about everything and it seemed like she kept trying to make excuses for my dad. She would say stuff like, well, maybe he felt like you owed him. Or even, I would never have my dad locked up no matter what happened. She said it took her years to call the police on my dad even though he used to beat her. I got upset and ended the conversation. My aunt said she was most concerned with my dad using my social security number to get credit or other things in my name because my dad gets a disability check and I guess people on disability are aren't supposed to be able to file taxes or claim people on their taxes or something like that. But my mom called my aunt and told her that she and my dad had been taking turns claiming me on their taxes for years. She said she claimed me last year so she was pretty sure my dad had claimed me this year. She said my dad could go to prison for this and she didn't want him to go to prison for claiming his child on his taxes. My mom told me that what my dad did with the food stamps was wrong but that I left my dad's house without giving him anything. So maybe this was just his way of trying to get something for letting me stay in his house. She said that I had been rebelling against her by not trying to go to church and that I needed to search my soul or whatever that means to see if I want to come back. All of this, by the way, has to do with the fact that I'm not straight. She said, even if I really am gay, then how could it hurt to repent and go to church and try to be straight just for her? She said she actually talked to my dad and he told her that I had been rebellious and disrespectful to him, and that is why he kept getting in my face and screaming at me and insulting me, as if that's a good excuse. She said that my dad had never been like that with me before, and I need to think about what I did to contribute to that and take responsibility for my part in everything. And apparently, I needed to think about how my dad felt knowing that his little girl was not the person he thought she was. My mom said that my dad was almost in tears, and that he was just as hurt as me, and he feels bad about the food stamps and taking money off of my debit card and that my dad is a really good person deep down and if he doesn't have a temper she would still be with him the only thing he ever did wrong when they were together was hit her and that he has never and would never hit me or my brother or my sister then she said that if I didn't press charges against my dad that she and my dad would pay me when they receive their income tax refunds and I'm no lawyer but that definitely sounds like a bribe she said if my issue is that he stole from me, then him paying me back should settle everything. And if I want him to go to jail, then I'm just being vengeful. And I need to think about what it will do to my brother and sister if their dad is in prison. She said I need to think about if it's worth it to hurt my brother and sister just to hurt my dad. I cried while I was talking to my mom. I cried for a long time afterwards. I found out a lot, but especially two things. One is that even though my mom talks so much garbage about my dad when they split up, it seems like my mom still loves my dad. Even after she knew that he had been yelling at me, scaring me, had threatened me and stolen from me, apparently she still talked to him and she still sympathized with him. My mom would never let me live with her because I'm gay, but if she thought my dad would never hit her again, she would be with him. The other thing I know now is that my mom cares about my dad a lot more than she cares about me. It's weird because up until now, that probably wouldn't have bothered me, but I didn't expect her to have more sympathy for my dad than me. After knowing that my dad has threatened 
threatened me and stolen from me. I can't imagine never having anything to do with my mom again, but right now, I don't want anything to do with her. I don't know if that's fair or rational, but that's how I feel. I don't know what to do. I think my dad should go to jail for what he did, but I don't want to hurt my brother and sister, and I know they would hurt if my dad went to jail, and it would hurt more knowing that I'm the one that put him in jail. And my aunt pointed out that I worked most of last year, so I could file taxes myself unless my dad did claim me this year. My mom said they would pay me, but for one thing, how can I trust that? And I don't know if I want money that they are trying to give me just because my dad doesn't want to get in trouble for wronging me. The other thing is, I already contacted the police about him stealing the money off of my card, and he is already being investigated for receiving food stamps in my name. My mom doesn't think he's going to jail for that, but I lived with my dad for about a month as an adult, and that was the first time I've lived with him since him and my mom were together when I was a kid, and he was getting food stamps in my name like he was me, so I don't know if my mom knows something I don't, but I honestly think he's going to be in a lot of trouble for that, and I found out about that accidentally, so it's not like I woke up one day with a vendetta against my dad, and what if my dad tries to steal from my brother and sister like this? What if I'm protecting them by pursuing this? Am I wrong for wanting my dad to go to jail? Should I just let everything go since my mom said that she and my dad would pay me back? I'm not going to have anything to do with my dad no matter what, but should I keep trying to make this relationship work with my mom? I did finally let my aunt know how bad I think I need a therapist, and she said she will definitely make sure that happens, so that's a good thing. Am I wrong? Am I a bad person in this situation? What should I do? You are not a bad person in this situation. You have terrible parents. They are gaslighting you. Yes, you absolutely need to pursue this with the police. Do not let them fool you. They are just trying to make sure that your dad does not go to jail. They don't care about you for a second. This money they want to try and give you is just hush money. They want to bribe you to get you to shut up. And no, you are not hurting your sister or your brother by putting your dad in jail. You are helping them. They do not need that kind of person in their life. And sure, maybe they won't understand now, but the older they get, the more they will see the lying scumbag that their dad actually was. You cannot steal from somebody and then impersonate them and basically steal their identity and expect to get away with that. There is no amount of money possible that would allow me to let someone get away with that. And if I were you, I wouldn't put up with that for one second. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the jerk for exposing my dad for stealing money after he tried shifting the blame to me? My grandfather passed away last year, leaving his apartment and his money all in cash in an envelope to my dad and his younger brother and sister. Now the thing is, me and my dad are the only ones still living in the same city. My aunt lives almost five hours away in another city, and my uncle lives in Belgium. At the time, my dad was temporarily working abroad and couldn't come home because of his contract, and my uncle couldn't come back because of restrictions. I managed to get a head start on funeral arrangements until my aunt came in and took over. The money my grandfather left covered the funeral expenses, and there was still a great sum left, which they decided to leave to my dad's house to keep paying for the taxes and bills, especially for the empty apartment. They didn't want to cancel the utilities for some reason, although no one was living there anymore. Shortly after my aunt went back home, I was left in charge of the money until my dad came back home. I did as they wish. I dealt with the bills and kept every receipt as proof. Three months later, my dad came back 
and I thought he would take over, but he said I should continue doing that since I was already used to it. I didn't mind and I just kept doing it. Now to the problem at hand. My dad started supposedly borrowing money from the envelope whenever he was short on cash, saying he'll put it back later. It was never much, maybe around $4 at a time, but still he did it many times so it added up. Meanwhile, I moved out from home, but I still kept tabs on the things from the empty apartment, with the money envelope being at my father's, and again, I kept every receipt. It was all good until my aunt came to visit and asked to see the envelope. My aunt and I were the only ones who knew how much money was left after the funeral, but I don't think my dad ever asked. When I showed her the receipts, she saw it didn't add up and asked my dad for an explanation. I then just realized he probably didn't tell his siblings about taking money. It's been almost a year since the funeral, and after my calculations, I spent on bills around 7% of the money, but 15% was missing now. I wanted to ask him if he put it back at all, but before I opened my mouth, he started blaming me for taking money for myself on top of the bills, and I honestly could not believe it. He and I never had a stable relationship. He would always blame me for missing stuff that he found shortly after, or things that he did but was too drunk to remember that he did them. But to accuse me of this, I really honestly didn't see coming. I told my aunt the truth, and fortunately she believed me, mostly because my father's behavior isn't really a secret. After some scolding, my aunt and uncle entrusted me with the envelope to keep doing what I was doing and basically command my dad to pay back everything. He argued that it was his inheritance as well, so he had the right, but to this logic, for every dollar he took, the others had the same right. She said they all agreed to not touch the money for anything other than expenses for the apartment, and he broke that agreement. After my aunt left, my dad and I had a fight about how dare I expose him like that, in which I replied, how dare you blame me for this? It's been two weeks in which I haven't had any contact with him, and relatives and family have all found out about what he did. The majority were on my side, while a few outliers said I should have just played along. My defense is simple. I won't be accused of something I didn't do. So what do you think? Am I the jerk? You are not the jerk in the situation. I would have done the same thing. There is no way you're going to be blamed for stealing money. That is a massive thing to blame someone for. Your father honestly needs to take responsibility for the way he acts and to stop trying to gaslight you into taking the blame. And forget those family members that said you should have just played along. That is honestly ridiculous. There is no reason reason you should be required to play along and try and cover for someone who clearly would never do the same for you. So good for this person for standing up for themselves, and thankfully they save some face, unlike their father. My entitled ex-friend tries to invite themselves into my home, but then turns really scary when I tell them no. I had a friend, and this is past tense as you can tell, that I had known for just about 40 years. We had kept in contact over the years, and it was nice, Until it turned really strange, I currently live in a tiny one-bedroom apartment in a city. As part of my lease with a rental company, I agreed to never have overnight guests, like at all. Zero guests, no matter what. About six months ago, a friend of mine asked if they might come stay with me whilst on holiday. At the time, I was dealing with my mom dying in the hospital, while also having another family member who had the plague that's still going around, and I also started to pack to move to my new place. I examined that I would love to see them, but at the time, I could not accommodate them in my home 
due to the above reasons. They got incredibly upset and ended the conversation. In fact, they ghosted me for about three months after that. Last week, this friend contacted me out of the blue, and we were having a nice chat until the end of the conversation when they again mentioned coming to my home on holiday. And again, I said I would enjoy seeing them for a visit, but I could not accommodate them, this time due to my new lease not allowing overnight guests. This friend, again, got incredibly upset and went on a bit of a rant. I tried to explain that it is a new apartment and I don't want to break the rules, but they were still very upset about the whole thing. Now, this is where things took a definite turn for the bizarre. After a 15-minute rant about my not being able to have them stay, my now former friend suddenly switched gears and started rattling on about society coming to an end and the dark forces taking over the country and how I was either with the friend and his group or company or cult or I was against them. They kept insisting that I needed to join them in order to prove my loyalty. Crazy? Maybe. Entitled? I think so. More than slightly terrifying? Absolutely yes. I have since blocked them on all forms of contact and I am actually very relieved that they don't know my new address. So am I paranoid or does this seem more than a bit strange to you? No, that is very, very strange. If an old friend came up to me and said that I need to join their cult, otherwise the dark forces are going to take over, first off, I would probably try and get more information from them just so I could mock them later, and then I would say no. That's just strange no matter who you are. And the fact that they were so adamant about trying to get to your house and spend time with you and be at your home specifically is so strange to me. Because who does that? Like, seriously, that's just creepy. So I don't blame you for cutting this person off, and blocking them is probably the only way to get away from them and their creepy, weird cult. I found out that my boyfriend of three years has a history of cheating, but I love him so much. Should I still trust him? We have lived together for two years of the three. We want to have kids and get married, but he said before we do, he had to tell me something. So he dropped the heaviest news I could have possibly anticipated. I never had any reason to distrust him, so I had no idea. I have an eight-year-old and they're so close and really good together. He got married at 21 and after a year, he found out she cheated on him the entire time. He said he didn't want his marriage to fail, but told her he forgave her and tried to justify it to sweep it under the rug. He said he thought about it every day for six years while it lasted, but they were still close and best friends until they grew apart the last four months. Shortly after it happened, he thought he would feel better if he got even by trying to cheat as well. So he did end up cheating, he felt guilty, and then he got sick, but later told himself it wasn't as real because he did it out of spite, and she did it for real. Anyway, this started a cycle of him cheating for five years every few months. She never did again as far as he knows. He started short flings and then ended them. So he didn't just cheat on his ex, but these other girls who thought he was with them as well. The next relationship lasted four years. Eight months in, he found out she cheated on her previous ex. Up till that point, he was loyal. That day, he said he cheated on her to get even again. And that started the cycle back up where he would cheat to calm his fear of being cheated on. And she never found out. But she ended up cheating on him again with a co-worker and after she confessed this to him they ended up breaking up as well he was in therapy for two years and started taking antidepressants towards the end of his last relationship. He says he's never cheated on me or even thought about it and knows the right thing to do would be to end the relationship if he didn't trust his partner. He says he can't excuse what he's done and he also said something about struggling with self-hatred for cheating when the whole reason he was doing it was because they did. What should I do? I'm sorry, but this is really sketchy for me. I understand that this guy is really good with your kid, 
but this guy cheated on every relationship that he has mentioned. It doesn't even make sense to me or even matter that they did it out of spite. The fact that he cheated is absolutely a game changer for me, and in my opinion, is a big deal breaker. I would not trust that for a second. You want to get married, you want to have kids together, and he is just now, after so many years, deciding to tell you that, hey, I've cheated with my previous partners. Not once, but twice. Oh, by the way, I would do this for months on end with multiple women. Who's to say he wouldn't do that to you as well? The opportunity for this to happen is just too big because his past is proving that he could do it. So in my opinion, I think you really need to be careful with how you go about this because if you do decide to stick with him, a lot of that baggage and a lot of the things he's done in the past to other women could very easily happen to you too. And that could honestly be devastating. My ex-girlfriend is suddenly stepping back into my life. And I don't know if she's just stringing me along. She knows that I am still in love with her. She has told me she does not love me romantically, but loves me as a friend, a very good friend. She did not tell me that she was in a relationship for the past 18 months, even though we spoke almost every single day. When we met up, all she's done was talk about how great I am and all of the negative things and all of the negative points about her current boyfriend. And this wasn't just a quick kick on how I am. It was literally, there is nobody that can make me laugh harder. Or even, you're the only one that would do anything for me. Blah, blah, blah. I told her that she was only telling me the negatives of her boyfriend. And she said that there is good there too. She is just sparing her feelings. She talks about how she thinks she is in love with her boyfriend. And they may live together soon. However, she says their relationship has no definition. They are not an official couple. And she doesn't know where it is heading. She certainly cannot see herself marrying him is one thing she made very clear. Ever since she has stepped back into my life, she has spoken a lot more to me than usual. Before, I was lucky to get her once or twice per week, maybe just a few sentences, even just in a text message. Now she calls for hours. She says she does it to give me a good start to my day. She has even planned her next meeting with me, tours of art galleries, museums, etc. Long walks, you name it. I am confused. Like this woman says she is not into me and I have to believe her, However, she is also at the point where it seems almost like we have a relationship again. We do the same stuff we had in a relationship, bar the intimacy. What is going on? Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian Bridge Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Join Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. She is 100% stringing you along. In this case, it's not about what she is saying, but rather it's about what she isn't saying. And what she isn't saying is that she probably really does want to either get back with you or she's looking for the attention and validation that she's not getting from her current boyfriend. I mean, hey, if you want to step back into that bear trap, go for it. But there's probably a reason you two broke up. And also, if you think about it, you are still in love with her, but she does not love you. She is playing you. She's just stringing you along because she likes the attention and she likes to feel important. And that's is really not fair for you and it's not fair for her current boyfriend who is very well getting played by you being around her and you can bet she's probably looking for some way to cut loose from her current boyfriend just to maybe even try and get with you mostly because she probably thinks she probably can get away with it because you're still in love with her so in my opinion I think you need to find a girl who's actually going to love you for who you are and not just try to keep you around just to try and get some attention because you can do so much better than that my partner keeps uninviting me to things involving his friends and family And I don't know what to do about it. So here's the deal. The relationship is incredibly new. We've only been dating for two months. I absolutely do not need to meet his mom anytime soon. But she happened to be visiting from out of town. And he asked me repeatedly if I would. I really like him. So of course I say yes, even though it makes me nervous to meet her so soon. She gets here and he says she's already asking about me. He reaffirms me that she's excited to meet me. And he again asks if we can do dinner at the end of the weekend. The day comes and he says that she's not ready to meet me. Um, what is that? mean? The amount of anxiety that I went through for several weeks preparing myself to meet her and you're just going to tell me that she's not ready? Am I being unreasonable to be offended by that? Normally, I would not have been offended by this and honestly, probably would have been more relieved that I didn't have to meet her this early. But he built this up for weeks. So not only was my anxiety for nothing, but now I also feel rejected. Am I being crazy here? He, of course, doesn't see the issue. And to add insult to injury, there have been multiple instances of him inviting me places only to then find out that his friends just want to have a boys night or whatever that means. And so he takes back the invitation. I politely asked him to be more thoughtful and to stop inviting me until he was sure I was welcome. The last time I finally got mad because he had me walk to the bar with him just to tell me the second we got there that it was time for me to go. And this was all after a phone call with one of his friends, I guess. Apparently his friend didn't want me there or something like that. But I flat out asked him in advance to clear it with his friends first so this doesn't happen. But apparently, and obviously, he didn't. So we walked to the bar together and I'm immediately sent packing. He also didn't get the issue there because I was cool with him having boys night. And when it comes to boys night, absolutely, do it, have fun. But just don't invite me. Am I being crazy or controlling? I know he isn't trying to hide me. He put me on social media and I did meet two of his friends. But I feel unwelcome in his life. 
And I don't understand why he doesn't see the issue with taking back these invitations so often. Should I cut my losses while it's early and just move on? What should I do? This guy is being very rude. Like, why would this guy invite you to be a part of some kind of celebration or some kind of party or even just a meet up with friends at a bar and then suddenly just take it back and be like, psych, you got to go back to the car. Like, what is going on? It's super inconsiderate. Here's the thing. If you get invited somewhere, you should be able to expect that you're going to go to that said place. Suddenly having it taken back over and over and over again would put a strain on any relationship. That would drive me nuts personally. If your boyfriend seriously doesn't understand that, then maybe it might be time to look at your options. I'm not saying break up with them, but what he is doing is absolutely incredibly rude and it is very inconsiderate. And you can either try and correct the problem or maybe just go ahead and find somebody else. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.